everybody. This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, joined now by a guy that is a friend of mine for decades. He's a three-time State of Michigan Sports Writer of the Year. He is the amazing beat writer for the Detroit Free Press, which is the paper of record in the State of Michigan that covers the Lions. There's nobody that's more connected to the Lions than this guy. He breaks everything. He's on it. He's so good. But let me just tell you, I'm as you know, I'm a large, rather large human being. He is not. He is short, tiny, small. Get him on a basketball court. He and I played on the same basketball team at a Tom Izzo practice at Michigan State, and he wowed him. One of the best little guy basketball players you ever met in your life and the biggest sports writer in the state of Michigan, the great Dave Burkett. Hi, Dave. I was trying to get a scholarship. I didn't I didn't wow Tom Izzo enough, though, I guess. So, you know, it is what it is, right? Still I'm never forget that. This hey, still. <laughs> I had no idea you were that good of a basketball player. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. How you been? I'm doing great. First of all, thanks for being on with us. I, I have to tell you, you know, as a guy that grew up in Michigan and the Lion mentality, I was a beat reporter for many, many years covering the Lions when Matt Millen was there. And then you go and you cover the Raiders, which are, Dave, they are some of the most knowledgeable football fans. They're like St. Louis Cardinal baseball fans. They know it. I once had a lady probably close to 90 screaming at me that I wasn't writing about the right tackles footwork. That just tells you about how they know the game. And all of a sudden now Raider nation is we're going to Detroit to get killed. I leave for town for four years and something happens with the lions. They, I must've been the curse. What has gone on? Cause these aren't the lions of my entire life until I moved away. No, they're a good team right now. And, you know, they got their butts kicked by Baltimore last week, the Ravens. And, you know, they'll be the first to to admit that. Uh, but I think you, you put that aside and you look at, you know, their body of work for the whole season, the first six games especially. You know, they do a lot of things well. I mean, they're, they're a really balanced offense. I don't think David Montgomery will play this week. But, you know, they run the ball well. Top 10, I think they're maybe 11th in rushing now. But, you know, top 10 or so. Uh, ben Johnson, very creative offensive coordinator. They can throw it well. That defense has significantly improved. One of the best rush defenses in the league. Um, you know, so they, they're just doing a lot of things right. And it starts, Hondo, just to be honest, for, for people that may not follow it as close, you know, they got a really good GM in Brad Holmes, who's, who's aced the draft. They've got a, a good head coach in Dan Campbell, who, uh, you know, he resonates in the locker room. Players really respond to him, and, and he's got a good staff under him. So, uh, they've got a lot of the right pieces in place right now to to have some success, to have some extended success. Dave, a couple of things I'd like to talk to you about. First of all, Sheila, the owner, comes in, and I think she proves you don't have to be a football mastermind to win. She knows what she knows, and she goes and gets a Chris Spielman, and then they go pick a Brad Holmes, and they then they go get a MCDC and Dan Campbell. And the thing about Dan that I like is that was not a politically correct decision. This is not a guy that just goes along to get along. And he, if a, if a staff member's not working, he fires them. He brings in a lot of former players. What is it about MCDC that has made him to, to resonate and to, to just grasp this team? Because they don't just play for him. They play with him. Yeah. I think, you know, 
you know, as I've, I've sort of looked at, you know, this organization's failures for a long time and what's, what's, what they're doing well now, you know, there's, I think when you're a general manager, the thing you have to do best is, is you have to know the draft, right? Cause that's where everyone's building through. And that's sort of what Brad Holmes is best at. And, and as a coach, as much as the X's and O stuff matters, and it does, you have to be best at managing people because it's a locker room of a lot of different personalities and millionaires and, you know, guys that you need to play for you every single week. And that's what Dan is best at. I mean, he is just, look, he's, he's an every man, even though he's about six, five and, you know, six, six and this Hulk Hogan type figure, you know, like very imposing and, but he's honest with players and you know, he's up front. Um, you know, the way he, he handles them in practice. I mean, a lot of people think a player's coach is a guy that's really soft on him. Well, I think he's a player's coach, but he's definitely not soft on them. You know, he takes care of people when they, when they need it, you know, in terms of resting their bodies and, and weeks of practice. And, you know, he's been through a lot of the, the NFL wars. So um, I think that's what Dan does best. And you look at the way this team, when they were losing games in 2021 and 2022, the way that they, they fought and scrapped for him and the way they were able to dig out of that big hole that they had last year. Uh, you know, you, you look at the way they, they generally, you know, conduct themselves now. Um, it's, it's a lot because of who he is. You know, Dave, the NFL has become a 12-month-a-year sport, really. I remember when NFL Network was first announced, I remember sitting in press rooms and people saying, what are they going to do in the middle of the offseason? Now it has become so big, so large. And when you look at the Lions, to be in the conversation, are they one of the best teams in the NFC to be up there? literally shows how far this franchise has come in a short time, doesn't it? Yeah, and they legitimately are. I mean, look, they beat the Chiefs. I wouldn't I wouldn't say they're better than the Chiefs right now. You know, the Eagles obviously a great team. 49ers if they're healthy, that that's you know one of the best teams in the NFL. But you know, the Lions can compete with anyone. They're sort of, you know, sort of joking here in Detroit last week. They're kind of like the 49ers light. I mean, the way that, you know, they're creative with some of their motion stuff, you know, the pre-snap motions and, you know, the way they want to run the ball. And, you know, maybe they're they're not quite as good defensively, but they're pretty good defensively. And, you know, they, they got a better quarterback. Than four, you know, they do a lot of similar things. And so, you know, the organization for a long, long time was was looked at as, you know, I don't know if it was a laughing stock, but they weren't competitive a lot of those years. You know, I've covered the team full-time since 2010. I did the 2008 season for – you know, a different paper that was 0 and 16. And, uh, you know, they just, they weren't competitive a lot of those years. And, and even when they were competitive, you sort of looked at it like, man, it's a house of cards and it's going to come undone. And, you know, I think right now you look at what they've done and in, in the, the youth on the roster and you say, this thing is, is sustainable for a long time. Very fascinating to me. All right. I want to talk about the Raiders. This is a team on offense. They spent $102 million, which, you know, <clears throat> with a $200-plus million salary cap, that doesn't sound like a lot. But they only spent $60 million on the defense. The rest is dead space, and then they have roughly just over $10 million of open space. So $100 million <clears throat> of that cap has gone to an offense that's loaded. You've got the NFL's returning leading rusher and Josh Jacobs. You've got Devontae Adams, Jacoby Myers, Hunter Renfro. This team is absolutely loaded with stars on offense, and they can't even get over 20 points. It is a discombobulated mess. They go get Josh McDaniels, who you know, universally respected around the NFL as, a, as an offensive guru. I mean, that, that is how he was thought about. He could have picked his place to go. 
and they can't score points. It makes no sense. It is a discombobulated mess on offense. What are your thoughts as you're around the lines? You hear them talk about the Raiders. What's your thoughts from afar of the Raiders? Yeah, and just to be clear, you know, uh, we're you know recording this you know before we've had any locker room access for the week, so I haven't really talked to a lot of players about them yet. But I do know just from talking to Dan Campbell, we got a couple of assistant coaches on Wednesday that. You know, this is a team that the Lions, because of their personnel on offense, they they still think that this team is ready to to you know break out, explode at any moment, right? You talk about a Josh Jacobs, those two receivers, Devontae Adams. I mean, the Lions saw Devontae Adams for years and years here in the NFC North. They know how good he is. Um, certainly, Jimmy G being back this week potentially, um, you know, makes that offense whole. So, um, even though maybe the the you know, everything hasn't clicked yet with the Raiders. I think the Lions are, are leery about this team and what they can do. And, you know, Dan said, you know, this is a team that's going to they play some power football and they can run downhill on you and they can do some things. So um, especially coming off a, a physical game against a Ravens team that, that ran the ball so well, Lions hadn't allowed more than 100 yards rushing until that game last week. Um, I know the Lions are going to be very in tune with, with Josh Jacobs in that running game. So, Dave, let me ask you if – if the Raiders were to win on Monday night, what is the reason for that going to be on Tuesday morning in the Detroit Free Press? Well, I, you know, I think it's two things. Number one, it's going to start with um, keeping their composure because, look, I mean, Ford Field has been a madhouse this year. That you know, the um, Lions fans, you may have seen stories on the road. They've they've been they've showed out. I mean, they. I don't want to say they took over Arrowhead, but at the end of the game, there were 10,000 Lions fans there and, and they were, you know, let's go Lions. You could hear it clear as day. You know, the Packers at the end of that game in, at Lambeau Field, uh, Dan Campbell said he thought Jordan Love was going silent count because Lions fans were so loud. So at home, first Monday night home game of the Dan Campbell era, it's going to be a, it's going to be a pretty nuts atmosphere. So I think maintaining their composure, the, the Raiders that is, not turning the ball over, that would be key. Um, and then, you know, from a, a – just schematic or game plan standpoint, I guess um, it's really making sure that the lions on offense, I would say holding them to field goals rather than touchdowns. And it sounds simple, but, um, or it sounds basic, but you know, this is a lion's offense that has been very explosive at times when they get Amon Ross St. Brown going, when they get that passing game going. And if David Montgomery or Jameer Gibbs or whoever that running back is, um, it's, it can be a very balanced offense and very tough to, to defend. So last week, the Lions struggled on third downs. They went three and out their first three possessions. I think for Vegas to win, uh, the Raiders will need a similar type effort defensively to, to contain that Lions offense. All right. We're taping this on Thursday morning, so clearly you have every right to change it in the paper before Monday. But if you had to say today, what's the score and who's the winner? I think I'm going to take the Lions in this one. Um, you know, I, I think they're just a better overall roster and being at home. I mean, I, you know, all right, Dave, you there? I'm right, going to take the Lions at home. There you go, everybody. This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider uh, Podcast. I, I think Thanks. The Raiders can give. They were so bad last week against Baldwin Day. You know, he kind of came out. Hondo, I. I Right, Dave's having some internet issues you here. Get, so, did get so what's the off? score? What do you think the oh. score is? Sorry, it, it, uh, I thought I got cut off there. Uh, no, I look. I got the Raiders. Or I got the Lions by about ten points. Let's call it thirty-one twenty-one. I think both these teams will score a little points, but maybe the Lions pull away a little bit there in the second half.
All right. You're the best, my friend. I appreciate you. Hold the line, if you would, from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Thanks for joining us, everybody. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider production on the Fans First Sports Network. Whoa, whoa.